New York Sports Beat is back coming up. All right, welcome to New York Sports Beat. I'm Rich Piazza, joined with Eric Frank and Yofo. Just Yofo. He's like Madonna and Prince. <laughs> Next time you see him, he'll just have a symbol. Um, yes. Hit to talk all New York, all things New York sports. Just not right now. We'll be talking a lot of Mets and a lot of Jets. Maybe I'll touch on some Yankees with the Subway Series about to start in a little bit. So let's get right to it. Obviously, the main topic right now surrounding the Mets is buyers or sellers. So I want to get your guys' opinions because you're both Mets fans. I don't care which one of you wants to go first, but what are your thoughts? Buyers and sellers of the deadline for the Mets, guys. I guess I'll jump in first. Um, you know, it's been a very disappointing season, as we all know. Um, injuries at first, you know, Pete goes down. Uh, before that, even Edwin Diaz goes down in the uh, World Baseball Classic. That kind of really limited expectations for the entire team and for fans. But um, – I'd have to say right now, you got to make players available. I'm not sure what is out there as far as trades. I don't want to give people away, but I also don't know if Billy Epler is the guy that I want trading anybody that's bigger in the organization. Like I'm not opposed to, you know, putting a, uh, a Marte who's got a couple of years left out there on the uh, trade block, but what's he going to get back and what's Epler going to get for him? He doesn't have a great track record with this team especially last year, bringing in Vogelback and Darren Ruff, who did absolutely nothing down the stretch for us. So, I mean, I guess right now it might be wise to just tell other teams that players are available if they're interested, but I wouldn't actively shop anybody, you know, unless we're going to get a good return. I don't want low-level prospects. I mean, we need pitching in the minors, but I don't think you're going to get that with the players that they're going to be willing to trade. What about you, Yofo? Um, I would I would shop guys like Marte, to be honest with you. He's had a disappointing season this year. Um, he was an all-star last year, and this year he's not even uh, not even sniffing any sort of um, real consistent production. Um, I'd also shop a guy like Omar Narvaez. You know, he's not really seeing uh, any playing time with the uh, with Francisco Alvarez uh, doing doing what he's doing. So he's uh, you want to try to get rid of him. I know I think he's got another year on this contract. Uh, Marte has um, uh, one more year after this one. And obviously guys like Tommy Pham, you know, they're going to be shopped. Uh, David Robertson, who um, who I know there's been discussions about him. He's actually a guy I like to keep in the locker room. Uh, he just seems like a, seems like a, like a leader. Seems like someone that, that wants to be on this team and wants to help moving forward. Then you have guys like uh, Carlos Carrasco, who's been absolute, an absolute disappointment since uh, since they picked him up, uh, being injured at first when they got him in the Lindor trade, and then just not being, again, not being consistent. Scherzer, Verlander, you can't, you, you're not going to be able to move those guys with their contracts and their their forty plus million dollar player options that they have um, next season. So you know if you you're not going to get anything for them, no one's going to want those those contracts moving forward. But they've got some pieces. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a complete seller, but I would look to move some pieces, like a Marte, who's making big money. But other than that, I mean, Vogelback, you're not going to get anything for him. 
definitely not trading Alonzo. You're not going to move Lindor. Um, so I do, I do have Alonzo on that list because I, I did hear his name, not so much floated out, but I did hear like if you really want to get a return, um, he'd be the one to trade, obviously, and he's going to command a lot of money. Was it next year as a free agent or the year after? He's, uh, I think he's still um, arbitration eligible next year, but they they have had talks about an extension. But he is, but that's a good point. He's a movable piece because of his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still arbitration eligible, and he might be the only person that they would get a a, a nice return as far as prospects. And uh, like Eric said, they they're um, the Mets minor league system is pretty much devoid of any sort of pitching prospects. So that might be something to consider. Another name that's now, interesting too is uh, Jeff McNeil. Um, I love I love the guy, but it's just you know up and down seasons every year. If he's one year he's hitting three thirty, he's doing every little thing, and then this year you know he's just this year he's like a slap hitter. He's not yeah, if good. things aren't going well for him too, he's just like a loose cannon. He's you know he, he brings the emotion out onto the field, and when he's not doing well, he really gets down and frustrated. His contract might also be an issue when it comes to moving him because he did just sign uh, a long term deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it wasn't terrible, right? It was like fifty million, I think. Uh, yeah. I'm looking up right now. Give me it was a like second. Five, five years, fifty million. It was somewhere around that five. Well, you move, million. you move him. You have Mauricio in the minor leagues, who seems to be raking, seems to be on the cusp of uh, of you know reaching some sort of major league potential. So that might be a that might be a way to go. Also, where you get some some good prospects, right? No, this He's, contract four years, fifty million. All right, yeah, so not twelve and a half. A year not is not bad at all. That's definitely movable, but it's also it's it's also a contract that you might want to keep too. Right. It's not it's not terrible. And he's he's so versatile too. You could have him in the outfield, infield, you know, he's he's very good all around. So it's just uh when he's hitting he's very good. Yeah, frustrating to watch at times. Yeah. See and I mean but I also think I'm sorry, got her. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like Yofa was saying, you know, it's bringing up Mauricio. Next year, this team's gotta be, you gotta have Beatty, Mauricio, Vientos, and Alvarez in that lineup every day. We got to, mm-hmm. you know, shift towards that young. And that's why I think trading somebody like Marte would be good. Well, you definitely would be Alvarez. a good fit for the Yankees. Who? McNeil? Marte. No, Marte. Oh, Marte. He actually would be a good fit for the They, they need a corner outfielder. I would take him if, if the Yankees are actually going to be buyers, but which would be dumb, but. I think the Yankees should be buyers. I think they can if they get another uh, they get another bat because their bats have been have gone silent past month or so, especially uh, your boy Rizzo. Um, yeah, yeah. See, I think Yankees should sell, and these are the guys they should sell, right there. <laughs> Steinbrenner, <laughs> Cashman, and Boone. That's it. I agree with Boone. I've never I never liked Aaron Boone when they from they, when they first hired him. Never liked him as a manager. Never really liked him on TV either. But, but I want to go back to to Scherzer and Verlander. I think they are movable because you have an owner who is willing to, you know, money is nothing, right? So, I mean, you could definitely, he could afford to absorb a lot of that contract, which means you're getting better prospects in return. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe it could be even where he says, all right, um, if they accept their option for next year, if they pick up their option for next year, I'll pay 
70 percent of it or whatever 75 percent of it um if if they don't you know we'll make it then cash considerations and it's going to be considerable cash not just you know hundreds of thousand dollars it's going to be millions so i can see something you know where they do that if they want to move i don't know if they'll move both of them but i think one of them would be appealing to a contender well i would move scherzer as he's been uh, underperforming terribly under especially in big games last year down the stretch against atlanta last year against San Diego in the playoffs. I mean, just just this past weekend against uh, Boston, where they needed a big a big performance from from a big time pitcher. You thought you'd get a big performance, but you got you got nothing. Yeah, he's just prone to the long ball now. It's like every time he goes out there, right? And he's and and he's he said that oh, it's just solo home runs don't hurt. They do yeah, yeah, they do when home. you give up four of them. They <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I would love to be able to trade one of those guys um, if Cohen's going to absorb some of the money to bring back the prospects. But I just think that really sends a negative message moving forward into next year. Like you have these guys one more year together, you know, you want to make a run at it next year. You know, if you trade one of them now, who are you going to fill the uh, that spot in the rotation with? I think I think that's an important piece that some people are, are forgetting that they don't have any minor league depth. Ty, Tyler McGill is trash. David Pat, David Peterson has not been consistent, so they've got no one to fill in those spots. If they trade one of them, they've got no one to fill in that spot. Right. So they're going to have to go out and spend money on some mid-level, you know, pitcher, and who knows what that's going to turn out to be. Right. But that's what you were saying. I mean, Eric, was it? I mean, before you all came on, before we got started, you were mentioning was it Lakata or 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 BT about Mets trying to go all in for Otani at the trade deadline? Yes. But like, what do they have to offer? There's right. I don't I mean, think there's any way. Right. At this point, now that I've seen the prospects, you know, I I would be hesitant to offer a huge package of them. You know, like I want to keep Alvarez, I want to keep Beatty, Vientos. I would be fine trading, but. Mauricio is raking down there in the minors, like Yofo said. So, why, they why do have they that. Uh, they do have that other catcher, Kevin Parada. Yes, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, you know, they're going to have to do something with him eventually because you can't you can play one catcher at a time, right? Right. So, and know, at this be- at this point, you know, it's the season seems to be, you know, a lost season at right now. So you're probably just better off waiting to the off season and. Hoping you can figure something out with Otani. Seven games out of the wild card. That's not a lot, but the fact that you have what six, seven teams in front of you, I think that's where the challenge comes in. Yeah, but seven games is still a lot. I mean, the team's been so inconsistent. They finally got hot right before the All Star break, and then that slowed them down. You know, they came back and they lost, yeah, they lost four in a row. Yeah, two before, two after. Didn't they blow a seven game lead in September one year? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Okay, like, so. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. They can get hot. They can get cold. So it can't be done. It has been done. And you have you have the Cubs in front of them who are who are talking about being sellers. They're talking mm-hmm. about moving Marcus Stroman. They're talking about um, Bellinger. moving uh, Bellinger, right, to the Yankees. Um, and then you have San Diego who, you know, they're in the same boat as the Mets. You don't know what you're going to get from those guys. So yeah, those mean, it's funny because those are the three you you mentioned Bellinger and Soto and I and those are names I hear most frequently uh, regarding like you know possible Yankees targets. Um, but 
I'm the Yankees, I'm going all. I mean, I'm going all in for for Otani. They they do have the farm system. And and somebody asked me, I don't remember who it was the other day. Like, oh, what would you trade for Otani? I said anything, absolutely anything. Like you know, Volpe, yes. You know, Dominguez, yes. You know, anything at all. The guy is he's just he's just that good. Maybe the greatest player we've ever seen. But if you, you, know, if you give up everything for Otani, what do you have left? That's a fair point. That's a fair point. But if you but if you're talking for, you know from the major league level, you know Volpe, I mean, and I like Volpe a lot. Um, I really do. But I mean, the Yankees also have 18 shortstops in their system. So, you know, he, he actually would be one I'd be willing to trade. But I don't know. You know, they're in a tough position, the Yankees also, you know, you know, buy or sell. But the Yankees, you know, I don't think they ever seem to be sellers. No, Yankees never sell. Yankees go for it all. Yankees should go all in for Juan Soto. That's the guy that they need to get. Yeah. And Nemo just uh, let it off with a double. All right, we'll jump out to an early lead and then lose it later. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's going to get thrown out in a second. No, he, he, he was safe at second. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my, my TV's a little delayed here. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry that I won't say anything. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm streaming, too. I'm surprised. On a side note, would you guys hear this? This has nothing to do with sports right now. I was just flipping on that Twitter is now called X. I, I saw that. I don't. It's called it's X. Still, it's still Twitter on, on, on my phone. So yes, it was on my phone too. And I'm on a, I'm on a desktop over here in front of me and it's now it's showing up as X. Yeah. I think if you update or something, the X is going to come up at the top. So dumb. What's this yeah. guy doing? Who knows? All we want to do is get our sports information, right? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That's, that's all. That's all. All right. Do you guys have anything else on, uh, on the Mets, obviously, if we talk again in a week or so, we'll be past the trade deadline. So yeah, we'll know Mets, what happened. Mets suck disappointing season. Yeah, we probably spent five to ten more minutes than we should have on the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's shift gears to, I think, something that we all agree on. Although, Eric, in the, in the words of Don LaGreca, he would call Yovo a fraud. Because <laughs> how am I a fraud? <laughs> well, I'm not saying it, but that's the words of Don LaGreca over there. Uh-huh. Because because you you do root for both Jets and Giants. Yes, I do. Hundred percent. Okay. Yes, I do. Right. So in that case, he would say, "Well, if you had to, you know, pick one, you say, well, I root for both." He'd call you a fraud. Not right. that I'm saying well, I am. Because I grew, I up, I grew up watching both because that was the only football that was on TV. It's not like now where they both play at one, and then you have games to choose from at four o'clock but but yeah i i do like them both ask me to ask me who i would root for when when they're playing each other in a big game last time the jets and giants played each other in a big game was uh it's actually christmas eve remember that that long touchdown that victor cruz had yes of course i was rooting for the giants that day because the giants (laughs) needed that win (laughs) all right so it goes based on on basically who needs the win more yes and when they're playing each other. Right. Well, which they will be this year. Yeah. All right. So, so if we if we shift focus over to the Jets, obviously we have to start with this guy. With Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, who oh, if you boy. see him, he's pointing up. He's pointing at the crane that's bringing, bringing down his statue that's going to be in front of MetLife Stadium. <laughs> oh, I hope you're right. <laughs> hope you're right. Although... 
Although, you know, I'm not sold on Aaron Rodgers. I know the hype train is out of control, to quote Coach Dan Campbell about his Lions. But the hype train on Aaron Rodgers is out of control. He didn't have it. He didn't have the best season last year. Um, and granted, he didn't have all of. All, he didn't have any weapons at wide receiver. Um, and he was playing with an injured thumb. So statistically, last year was not his best year. So, you know, before we, uh, I'm glad you brought and, that up. And we are the Jets, so the curse is always. If there. you look. If you look on screen, I'm because I'm, I I I knew that you know, one of you were going to bring this up about last year not being a great year, um, which was basically, if you look, fewest amount of touchdowns he's thrown last year was 26, which was the second fewest. He did throw only 25 in 2018. Four Jets have ever thrown for 26 or more, and that's Ryan Fitzpatrick, who was a one year wonder, Vinny Testaverde. In 1998, AFC Sanchez in, game. Yes. Uh-huh. Sanchez in 2011. And then, of course, Namath in 67. So his worst year, again, passing yards also. Fewest passing yards happened last year. 36-95. Namath, Fitzpatrick, O'Brien, and Tessa Verley, the only Jets quarterback to ever hit that mark. You know, so his worst years would have been one of the Jets' best seasons for a quarterback. What does you know, that say? Ten times over. What? What does that say about the Jets' uh, history with quarterbacks? It says they can't develop them. I like to think. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they, can't, they can't choose the right free agents either. Okay. Right. Who was the guy from Pittsburgh? Oh, Neil uh, O'Donnell. Neil O'Donnell. Yeah. Oh my Neil God. O'Donnell. Yep. They signed him, and everyone thought that he was the next coming of uh, of Joe Namath. Well, I did. Mm-hmm. I did just see yesterday too. Um, I saw a tweet out there about Rogers last year. So he threw twelve interceptions last year, and five of those were on poor decisions or poor throws. The other sevens were tips or or hail marys. So Ooh, I like that. I would I would gladly take a guy like that. Meanwhile, if you think back to last year. Zach Wilson, a guy who I've defended up and down, he probably made <laughs> through five interceptions in two games on poor decisions or poor throws. <laughs> so I'll, I'll risk that season with uh, with Rodgers here with um, Garrett Wilson and Lazard and the tight ends. Um, you know, obviously the running backs to dump the ball off to. I think it's going to be an amazing season. But I've I've been you know, hyped, I've been hyped the Jets many times. When we, we talk about Garrett Wilson, you think about the numbers he put up last year when he had some whack bum quarterbacks. What do you have? Thirteen hundred yards. How many? I don't know how many touchdowns he had, but his for him to put up those numbers with a quarterback in Zach Wilson who was either either throwing interceptions or was either throwing the ball away or getting sacked, and then you had uh, White uh, Mike White who who did okay, but you had right. these guys. And he puts up these numbers, um, and now you've got more weapons around Garrett Wilson. You have uh, Lazard, and you have um, you have hopefully Brees Hall will come back healthy. Um, that just opens, and you have uh, who's their tight end? Um, Which one? They have a thousand of them, right? They have Conklin, yeah. uh, Uzama's I think on the pup list right now. Yeah, Uzama's in the pup list. Yeah, and Ruckert's looking healthy. They say so, and they have hey, a cunt in there too. They have who? <laughs> 
Coons. What's his name? Cunts? Coots? The, the guy they drafted? Oh, the guy they drafted this year? Cunts? Yeah. Rucker? Yeah. Cunts? Coons? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to say it. Ugh. Garrett Wilson had 1100, uh, 1,103 yards, four touchdowns last year. Impressive with, yeah, with what play. he had. Poor offensive line play. Right. For a, qu- a quarterback was thrown for 200 yards a game, you know, tops. That's not that's not too bad. But I, no, I mean, so- I'm I'm mostly excited about just Rogers presence with this team and just the complete look of him, you know, whether it be at a playoff game, hanging out with another player. If it's an interview, it looks like he had like five years added to his life. So he seems you know, very he- happy. He does. So even if it doesn't, you know, this year doesn't end up being in a Super Bowl, I think, you know, he's going to want to stick around and see things through until maybe we do get to one or win one. Also, one of the what, things what I that- think is important is the, um, the effect he's going to have on Zach Wilson. You'll notice that you, you, That's you, what I was gonna see, get to. you don't see Zach Wilson anywhere in the in media. You don't see him. You, you'll probably see him on hard knocks, but you don't see him on SMY. No one is talking about Zach Wilson. And that's how it should have been when he was a rookie. He never should have been thrown out there like that. I think that they did him a total disservice. That's, He's got yeah, the, t- the team has done that every time they've drafted, whether it be Darnold or Zach. They mistake with Sam Darnold, too. Yeah. No competition. They just basically hand him the job, and it's this 20, 21-year-old guy that they're saying, all right, here you go. You're going to try and lead a franchise that's never won in the biggest city in the U.S., and now, you know – the worst, the most difficult media to deal with is going to be all over you nonstop. And I, I think Zach Wilson is going to benefit from that. Yeah, absolutely. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a little different uh, than you here, Yofo, because I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about Rogers. Maybe that's because I've, I'm just starving for a. I'm excited too. I'm just a little but, bit more reserved because. I, I at, think I think. All my yeah, teams I know. Cool. <laughs> I think last time, last time New York sports beat was on, it was, it was Eric, myself and our buddy Hank. And, uh, we were just praising the hell out of Zach Wilson. So I think after that, I was like, all right, I can't, you've always I, been a I, Zach Wilson fan. I can't do this anymore. Well, I <laughs> loved Zach Wilson's tape. I, his tape from college was, I mean, I was, I was floored by it. it I, I was wasn't sold really on it because, because I, I don't, I watch a lot of college football and, Zach Wilson never stood out to me, but you kept talking about his tape, his tape. I watched some of his highlights. The talent is there. The talent is definitely there. Which, by the way, for those that don't know, Yopo is a pace standout, uh, a former pace standout at State University football standout. Actually got a uh, got one of the new helmets. One of the new nice. pace helmets sent. Nice. So, uh, and that's in a collection. But um, but yeah, Zach, Zach Wilson is gonna. I think he's gonna be. I think sitting behind Aaron Rodgers and learning from Aaron Rodgers. Yep. The most important thing that he needs to learn is how to be Zach Wilson and stop trying to be Mahomes, be Rodgers. Just learn, learn how Rodgers conducts himself. Watch what he does, and then learn to be your own quarterback and not just like a copycat. Right. See, I would have been fine with. Like it, like if Aaron Rodgers came here and was just honest and is like, I'm just here to win. I'm not here to mentor anybody because he could have very 
he could have very easily said that. You know, he he just, you know, that's part of what happened in Green Bay, right? Yeah, you know, I was gonna say, did he say that in Green Bay? He did say that, right, didn't? pretty much, yeah. And you know, he wasn't <laughs> happy that they drafted you know uh, Jordan Love so early in the draft when he had so much time left, and so I actually would have been okay with that because at at this stage of his career, yeah, he is you know supposed to just want to win and stuff like that. But the fact that he came out and just is like like. Nobody asked him about it, I don't think, but he came out and just said that, you know, he's going to help, you know, Zach out as much as he possibly can. He's going to, you know, he wants him to follow him around. He wants him to ask questions. He wants him, he's going to show him exactly what he does, how he prepares. I think, I think that's huge for, you know, the future of the team too. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree. Once you get, I think Zach, like, like we said, and I think we all agree that Zach Wilson has the physical talent, but it's the mental side where, I think he was he screwed up because you could look at his face during these games and you knew that he was he, he was I wouldn't say scared I would I would never say an athlete is scared but there was definitely an, an an intimidated look on his face during these games and he just never had yeah no he was he was scared <laughs> he was scared <laughs> he was seeing say. he was seeing he was seeing ghosts. No, that's Sam Darnold. That's all. Yeah, come on now. Let's not. That's the other rookie rookie quarterback. (laughs) Yes, but he saw more ghosts than Sam Darnold. I don't know. I don't know what what happened there. But I'm I'm super excited about it. Now, I want to ask you guys about this. Um, What do we feel about this if this happens? Let me. There you go. Dalvin Cook. What do you think? What do we think? I would welcome him. I would welcome him. I mean, I don't see, but but if we bring in Dalvin Cook, then one of our other running backs is going to have. Is it Michael Carter that that we let go? Well, knowing Joe Douglas, you can get like a second round, third round pick for Michael Carter. <laughs> well, we we know um, Joe Douglas is a winner at most of his trades. I sent right. you that picture today, Piazza, the Jamal Adams trade. Yes. Oh, that, yes. was steal. that was definitely a win. What was it? Um, it was Vera Tucker, up, uh-huh. uh, Garrett Wilson, and um, there, was a, there was a safety in there. McDougal, I think his name was. Yeah. For Jamal Adams and some other some other guy. Yeah, Bradley. Yeah, uh, Bradley. Bradley McDougal. Yeah. Yeah. He, Jamal Adams he, and Kobe Bryant. He came over from uh, Seattle, right, McDougal? Yeah, yeah, he was included in the trade. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dalvin Cook. I mean, I mean, the fact that you got very, you know, you know, you got Wilson and Barrett Tucker with those picks. That's just you got, you got right two there. starters. You probably got a Pro Bowler, in Garrett Wilson. Well, Garrett Wilson, did he make the Pro Bowl this year? I don't remember. It was an offensive rookie of the year, though. But you got it, yeah, that it was that trade. See, the Pro Bowl sucks. It's it's just it's. I wish everybody makes the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I think Tyler Huntley made the Pro Bowl last year. He played in three games. Yes, yes, he did. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like the All Star game. People and then people don't want to go to it, so then they just keep adding more people. Back to Dalvin Cook. Obviously, the money has to work out, but I would, I would, I would definitely welcome him because we, you don't know what you're going to get out of Brees Hall his first year back off. Yeah, you don't know ACL. what you're going to get or when you're going to get anything out of. Well, when. Right. And, you know, these guys, are gonna, uh, you know, Brees is going to want to be out there, obviously, because these guys want to be out there. They want to play. But you obviously don't want to rush it either. So, you know, signing a guy like Dalvin Cook, you can take your time with Hall, you know, maybe play him sparingly along with Cook. 
I think it'd be great. Obviously, the more playmakers you have, the better. But again, but I, I don't know. I actually haven't heard much about him. Well, what I've heard, I actually heard some um, some stuff today. Apparently, he's got he's got an offer on the table for seven million from Minnesota. Which, from Minnesota. From Minnesota, yeah. They they released him. Right. But they ha- they're offering him seven million to come back. Well, that would suck for my fantasy team, man. Well, based on what Saquon, what Saquon signed for today, I don't think he's going to take that offer. But then there's there's also talk that that he's only using the Jets to up the offer from Miami, just like um, what's his name, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, yeah, Tyreek Hill, yeah, yeah. And the Jets are apparently Jets aren't falling for any of that, so I don't know if they have any real interest in Dalvin Cook. Well, if they do, at least they're not showing it. Publicly. Well, these guys also who aren't signed, you know, they aren't stupid. You know, they're not going to want to sign now in the hardest part of the season. You know, right, when, training, when, when you're in training camp, yeah, 95 degrees and stuff like that. And so, you know, they're going to wait probably until the preseason games, I think. Him, Elliot's still available, Leonard Fournette, stuff like that. Yeah, and then think- you have injuries happen. People, you know, start to panic and somebody will pay them a little bit more than they'd probably get at this point. Yeah, but if, if that would suck if you go back to Minnesota, because I'm I'm kind of banking on Alexander Madison to you'd be part of my fantasy team. So <laughs> hold on, let me write that name down. I'm, Alexander Madison. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I never even heard of this guy, but I'm gonna make sure I pick him up. <laughs> Thanks for that. I don't, tip. I don't think you invited me in your league last year, Yofo, because you got a year. No, actually, I didn't. I didn't uh, do the league last year. But I'll, I'll do it oh. this year. I just actually, uh, I saw, I saw some commercials for fantasy football. Today and, and then I saw back to school commercials and huh. that like ruined my freaking day. Uh-huh. I hate back to school. I love fantasy football. I love football, but I hate the commercials that talk about the beginning of fantasy football leagues because then that just brings on fall, September, back to school. Well, don't 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 uh, don't go into Walmart because I went in there yesterday. Yeah, I, I saw Walmart and- commercial yesterday. <laughs> Man, everything. I'm like, no, stop, please. We're not even in August yet. We've literally been out of school for about a month. Tomorrow will be yeah. a month. Yeah. They're already trying to send us back. Well, Eric had a little longer. Eric was out the week before. Yeah. Long Island days. boy. Yeah. Oh, you're a Long Island, huh? Long Island school boy? Yep. And yeah. I think like two weeks later, they had the uh, school supplies back in the stores here. So <laughs> people that live in the South are going to start posting their kids going back to school. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have a I have family I have family coming from Texas and like I'm like oh why don't you know why don't you know why don't the, you know the you know um my niece who's the same age as my daughter I said why don't she stay a little bit longer you know and like no she's back to school as soon as we get back what crazy all right what else we got anything else let's talk a little Saquon and his contract go ahead the whole running back thing go ahead oh that's a, yeah that's a big topic. So these running backs, right? We all know that their their career span is shorter than any other position in the league. They take the biggest besides the offensive linemen and defensive linemen, who you know they take a pounding every game. But they're they also they're they're getting paid equitably. But uh, the running backs, specifically Saquon, basically he he signed his franchise tag today. He got the uh, nine hundred thousand dollars in incentives and a two million dollar signing. Now, what doesn't make sense, and, and I would love to speak to Saquon about this, 
<laughs> Why didn't he just sign I'll make a his- phone call. Get him on next yeah. time. Please. <laughs> get, a, get, a, get a guest. Get him as a guest on here. But why didn't he just sign the the uh, the offer that was given to him in during the bye week, which was more than what he's making now, and the and and apparently he had an offer of uh, I think it was like twenty four million guaranteed over the next two years, and then I don't they have the, the running backs. I don't have think this that, big that's not a question for Saquon. That's a question. That's a question for his agent. Because well, I'm sure Saquon is probably like, dude, what are you doing? You you know he he actually switched agents during this whole uh, process. At some well, point. well, there you go. There's your answer. Okay. Is, is his agent his agent overplayed everything? Uh, running backs obviously deserve to be paid more, but if you if you look at it as a whole, you have the CBA that is that is totally screwed up. Jalen Brown just signed for five That's- years. $300 million to play <laughs> basketball. And Saquon yep. is only getting 11, 12 million. And he's getting people trying to rip his head off 30 times a game. And and Jalen Brown isn't even the best player on his team. Yeah, he's it's, the best player it's, on it's his ridiculous. Team. Absolutely ridiculous. The guy's getting paid like 60 so million. To, to me, that, that falls in the lap of the NFL, the NFL PA. And, um, Piazza, I sent you that, that if you read that whole ESPN article about I, I never finished it because that was really long. I know it's very and I long. And I, I started it now, it was late, but there was a piece in the uh sorry, I sent shit earlier, I sent you late. Sorry. I don't sleep. <laughs> um but there was a piece in there that talked about um Demoris Smith, the president of the NFLPA, and how the owners have him in their pockets. And then that's mm-hmm. what's led to this. CBA that is so messed up and favors the owners, obviously, and it holds players' salaries down. Even though next year's salary cap is going up, right. these franchise tags, which when I when they first agreed to the CBA years ago, after Plan B free agency, I don't know if you guys remember that, like the eighties mm-hmm. and nineties, the Plan B free yep. agency, and then this new CBA with the, with the I thought the franchise tag was a good thing for a team where you get to keep your player. You're one of the right. your best player on the team, right? But now owners are using it to hold down players' salaries, and I think that's where the running backs feel like they're being, well, they're they're, they're being phased out of the game in a sense where they're not as relevant in an offensive scheme. Mm-hmm. Well, well, here's the thing: I I'm trying to find it right now on Twitter. Um, when this whole thing was coming out. Oh, here it is. So, you know, how all the running backs were speaking out against what's going on, right? Um, and, and, you know, one of them was Austin Eckler. And, you know, and he's been saying, like, you know, uh, this is the kind of trash that has artificially uh, devalued one of the most important positions in the game. You know, blah, blah, blah. I support any running back to do whatever it takes to get his back. And I, <laughs> and I, I tweeted at him and I said, he's literally – I said, you're literally the reason or an example of why teams don't want to pay running backs. You're an undrafted free agent. Right. right so, right. you know, you can find these guys late rounds, undrafted, who become these stars. So if, if more and more are like that, and there are more and more like that, then why are we paying $15 Hall. dollars for them? I mean, Brees Hall was a higher was a higher. Well, he was a second-round pick. Yeah. But even that, he was but, was he the first running back taken in that draft, right? Yeah. 
And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, they, that's why when they, they made such a big deal about when the G- Giants selected Saquon Barkley, like you don't take a running back number two because then you got to pay him that rookie contract. Right. And there's, you know, he's splitting time. The running backs aren't what they used to be, whether it was one guy like Curtis Martin who just carried the load, you know? Yeah. So they're like, why am I going to do this? I could get rid of Ezekiel Elliott. And now I have Tony Pollard step right in. You have, you have Ezekiel Elliott who signed that big deal. You have uh, Todd Gurley who signed a big deal. And then Zeke just fell off the cliff. Yep. Gurley got hurt. And then you had Tony Pollard who came out of nowhere. You know, like, like you said, um, Eric, you don't have those, those Curtis Martins anymore who, who carry the ball, you know, a hundred times a year. For, for 12 seasons. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know how long Curtis Martin played for, but you don't have those guys. Right. No, it, it, you know, everything's a committee, you know, so there's always going to be, you know, usually, you know, these teams have these running backs that are first, second down runners, and then third down they come out. Third you know, they down. bring in somebody else, a pass catching back. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is. And I agree with you, though, that they need, well, they should be paid more. At the same, because of 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 the uh, position itself, you know how demanding it is. At the same time, I understand why they're not. At the, you know, what I'm saying because they are a little bit. You could find somebody who could give you similar production for a fraction of the price, and 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 that's and that's why they're not, unfortunately. And at the end of the day, it is a business, and owners want to hold on to their money as much as money as they can, so they're not going to pay a guy. Um, and I've said this before, they're not going to pay one running back $10 million when they can pay two running backs $3 million each. Mm-hmm. So you're getting, you're getting – and you get the same kind of production. So. Now, now that's the difference, though. Like, I brought up Eckler, and that's the difference between, let's say, him and Saquon. When you're drafted number two overall – I think the, he he needs to get paid for the Giants to even warrant that kind of draft pick. Well, he is their that. best player, too, at the end of the day. Also. He is. Yeah, of course. Whereas Eckler, you know, like I said, undrafted, he made nothing at first, you know. So then right. he starts performing, and now he's going to start getting his contract, you know. But as a player, or as to say, as an, as an organization, you're drafting somebody second overall. You better give them a second contract regardless of what position they play. That's that's yeah. just you know that's just how. Otherwise, that's, how that's a failed draft. If, if that if that pick doesn't get into a second contract. Well, granted, it, it's a different regime now, you know, than the one that drafted him. But he's not a bust. He's a hell of a player. So it's not like it was a miss of a pick. Right. True. But, but yeah, but I I agree. They should get paid more. Um, and I, I heard somebody say that that possibly next year. Um, not now, but for, two, for 2024, if things don't change, there might be a league-wide running back holdout. Wow. Which would be interesting. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just going back to Saquon real quick, like every time he walks into that locker room, he's going to have a constant reminder. Or when he's in a huddle, there's going to be that reminder of there's Daniel Jones who just signed this ridiculous contract to be the quarterback of the team. And like Yofo said, Saquon is the best on that team. And he's getting paid like a fourth of what Daniel Jones is getting paid. That 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 still boggles my mind, how Daniel Jones gets the contract that he got. Yeah, but just these quarterbacks. He's the quarterback, exactly. Yep, they just... and But Saquon is the best. Without Saquon, Daniel Jones doesn't even 
come close to the numbers that he has. Right. Come close to that season without Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was against the whole Daniel Jones contract from the beginning. That was just, uh, <laughs> I mean, just in general, though, it, it, not just Daniel Jones, you know, these other quarterbacks, even, you know, Garoppolo. You know, yeah, it's it's you know. a it's you put you you got to pay a quarterback, right? So if you don't sign Daniel Jones to that contract, who do you have playing quarterback this year? Josh Johnson. You know, right. so it's it's almost like like the Mets trading Verlander and Scherzer. You, you got to can't trade them both because you need someone to pitch next year. Mm-hmm. So you need someone in that in that spot. Otherwise, you got no chance of it. Yeah, I mean, well, it touched on it more as training camp just opened up the Jets. I've been practicing a week because they have the Hall of Fame game against uh, Cleveland, I believe. Yep. Yes. So the Jets in Cleveland have have the four preseason games. Um, Giants, I believe, open up this week along with everybody else. They'll just be coming up or soon. Uh, so obviously we'll, we'll talk more about that going forward. And of course, Hard Knocks. I yeah. When does Hard Knocks? When does that start? August eighth. August eighth. All right. Can't put that wait. On your calendar, Eric. What's that? I said, put that on your calendar. Yeah, I'm going to. I was a I was a big fan of Hard Knocks when it first started. I think, I think both the Baltimore Ravens were the first year. I don't remember. It sounds about oh, right. Well, maybe the Cowboys at that. I don't remember. And then let's look at the, the Jets running with with Rex Ryan, of course. And I just lost interest because if, if I have no interest in the team, then but this year should be uh, should be interesting. Well, have you guys? I I know I, I've sent you both links at times. Have you seen what the Jets do, like on their own, like like flight yes. twenty three yes. or whatever? That, it is? that is the shows are awesome. It's a fantastic show. Yes, Rich Eisen is a narrator. It's it's almost it's better than Hard Knocks. Well, Yopo, for somebody who has a terrible memory, you were you were dead on with the Baltimore Ravens as the first <laughs> Hard Knocks, and not just that. Not just that. You said maybe it was Dallas Cowboys. That was the following year. So <laughs> I remember. I love that show when it first came out because I was in camp. I was in camp with, at pace when when the first one came out. We would just we'd watch it whenever it was on. I'm impressed. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I can't I remember what Yopo. I ate for dinner last last no. night. But <laughs> Yopo Yopo has a terrible memory. Eric has a fantastic memory. I have to. I have to. If I can't remember something. I, I have to I have yes, to contact Eric. Eric. I do. I'm like, uh, what was the name of this person during this time when we went out? And boom, he gets it right away. He's, he's, he sends me exactly what it was. But yeah, that's impressive. So Ravens, Cowboys, the Jets weren't until season six. Oh, is that long after? Yeah. Yeah. They had wow. the Chiefs, Cowboys, Cowboys again. The Cowboys weren't twice in the first four years. Really? Wow. Uh-huh. It's probably that Jerry Jones... Uh- Jerry Jones thing. He probably wanted to be on there. He, of course, he does. In fact, they uh, they've been on it once, one, two, three times, three times already. They've been on it. Yeah. Have the Giants? Have well, Giants have never been on there, have they? I don't no. think so. No. I guess they always just. Uh, yeah, I, I think know. there's a certain criteria to be on there. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't have a first year head coach. You can't. If you made the playoffs the next uh, year, made the I playoffs, think. yeah. So I guess they just beat that out. Good, but that's uh, <laughs> good for them. <laughs> let's see them. Let's see them on there next year. 
Because they're not making the playoffs this year. Mm. You don't think so? No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, in the NFC, I guess. I mean, it's not it's not the AFC, so I guess they could. I mean, I still think Cowboys win the division. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Philadelphia wins the division. Uh, yeah. I think I Cowboys can get a wild card. I don't think I, I'm. Everyone's always sucking off the Cowboys. I don't. I don't see them do it. I'm not Dak Prescott. It's just so old. I don't see him as a top. People see him as a top ten quarterback. I don't see him in that on that level. He's to me, he's like average. He's he's a little bit better than Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray sucks. Oh, Kyler Murray, <laughs> he he fell off. He got it. I mean, he's been hurt, but yeah, he's yeah. But yeah, Dak's fallen off too. You know, when yeah, he, Dak, right, Dak has that in the beginning, he was doing really well, and then it just and yet, he, and he yet, figured him out. And yet, here's the thing. In the offseason, even Dak's name was being mentioned as a possible Jets quarterback. And I would have welcomed that too. Of course. So, Dak, well, yeah, I mean, Dak over Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the, I think the Giants could make the playoffs. I, don't, I mean, who else do you have in there? You got the, uh, you got the Eagles. I think the Cowboys can make a run. Obviously, San Francisco. I think the Vikings yeah. will take a step back this year. I don't a think step back. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I'm not a believer in Kirk Cousins. I think that's true. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm oh, going to step back. I'm going to slide is Eric, back. Is Eric a big Kirk Cousins fan? <laughs> I am. Yes. I was. I was beating the drum for them to uh, for the Jets to bring him in instead of drafting Darnold, and they gave it yeah, their I, all. I but was, his wife didn't want to come here. He's a. He's a good. He's a. He's a solid quarterback. He's not. I mean, he's not. You know, he's not going to take you. He's not that next level like an Aaron Rodgers type. But right. I just. Uh, but if you have just uh, if you have Jefferson as your as a receiver, you know, you and I can get back there and just throw the ball up to him and probably win a couple of games. Have you watched that show, quarterback? No, I haven't watched it. Watch it and then watch it and then uh, come back and we'll talk about Kirk Cousins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends, one of my friends, loves that show, and he says he he didn't like Kirk Cousins until he watched the show. Oh my God, he steals the show. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I heard, does. and that's what I heard. And Mahomes, Mahomes is just an absolute beast, man. The training this guy does, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. The way yeah. that he's got his own trainer who's like twisting his body into these like obscene positions, just so like anytime he's on the field. And he has to like contort some way. His body's used to it, and so he doesn't like tweak anything. It's it's mind blowing what these guys wow. do. I guess I guess that's why he's able with that that high ankle sprain he had last year. High yeah, was, it was amazing, amazing yeah. how he played through that. It was, it was. But it's 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 interesting. Like you know, you forget these guys are like real people. You know, with like families and you know little kids. Yeah. Like you forget all that. You know, but this but that show is really you gotta check it out. It's a really good show. A really good show. Yeah, I mean, I'll check it out tonight after the Mets uh, lose this game. <laughs> well, well, well. There are six. There are six episodes. So I don't know if you can watch them all tonight. No, I won't watch them. Although you don't sleep, so maybe you can. <laughs> well, yeah, I, think I, wa- I think I watched it in two days, so it wasn't bad at all. That's not bad. Three and three. I think there may have been actually eight episodes. Oh, maybe there was eight. All right, and so then Marcus Mariota's in it too, but he's kind of like he's lame. Yeah, no one cares about him. <laughs> But, I saw but he's on, not in it in the middle, right? There aren't there a few episodes where, because he stepped away, he's not there. Yeah, towards yeah, towards like the uh, middle to the end. He's I I totally forgot. I didn't even know. 
I knew he got replaced by Ritter, but I didn't know like yeah. he stepped away from the team. That's right. And basically left. I was like, whoa. And now he's with the Eagles. Yes, now he's backing up Hurts. Yo, Yankees yeah. suck. <laughs> Pick up Sorry. the ball. You can do it. Is that Bader? No, Bader should yeah. be in center. I don't know. I think that was uh, McKinney or Bowers. Well, I, I haven't really been. I haven't been really paying attention. Hey, there's Jeff McNeil. Oh yeah, there's. I just saw Justin Herbert's extension. Damn. Yeah. Five years, two sixty-two. Holy shit! For Justin Herbert. Other ones will come out soon too. See, I guess that's a that's a blessing as a Jets fan. We've never had to have a contract like that for a quarterback. <laughs> it's true. Right? It's a good point. <laughs> but isn't isn't Aaron Rodgers' contract like a hundred million dollars for this year or something like that? I Did think still, um next year, I think it's uh, oh, next it, year it's like a hundred million dollars. It's yeah. like the whole fucking cap. Sorry, are we allowed to curse on, on this? <laughs> yeah, sure. I just won't I just will have to just be put the out? uh FCC? explicit I gotta get put the the explicit <laughs> logo on it. It's just uh, that's fine. I mean, do you hear what's his face on his? What's his name? Uh, the um, uh, Pat McAfee. Oh yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's dropping f bombs every other word. Yeah, yeah. But he's getting paid millions of dollars to do this. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean I didn't tell you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the check. Yeah. <laughs> Picked up by you. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys got, or should we wrap it up for the day? Oh, well, let's wrap it up. All right, wrap it up. Hopefully uh, next week. Yep. Yeah. Hey, next Tuesday. What's say Tuesday? Monday? I don't know. Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. All right. So this was New York Sports Beat, guys. You can. We are on wherever you get your podcasts. All right. I don't know if you even knew that, Yofo. Spotify, Apple. Apple. Are we on Apple? I think we're on Apple. Um, yeah, we're I on think Apple. I downloaded you on Apple. You well, well now you just downloaded you too. So <laughs> and we'll Maybe. see. We'll see if this makes it to YouTube. Oh. All right. This might this might okay. make it to YouTube. So uh I'll let you know. Keep an eye keep, out for that. Keep up the good work, Eric. Yeah, Maybe next time then, Rich, you could uh you could cut some clips of my uh, Kirk Cousins rant and Sam Darnold <laughs> from that original episode. <laughs> That'd be great. I'll, I'll have to find that and put that <laughs> on the right. And then hopefully, Eric, we we have Veronica, um, who who wants to join at times, but she wasn't available tonight. Hopefully, she can make make time for us too. Right? You know, you know, V knows her stuff as well. Yeah, she knows her stuff. All so right. Hopefully, we'll get good. her on down. All right, guys, it's been fun. Let me uh, end this recording, and we'll talk soon. All right, guys. Be good. Let's go Mets. Yeah.